your network is your net worth. The people that you know, the people that you support, the people that you collaborate with, the connections that you have are going to be the catalyst to growth and how quickly you have word of mouth marketing and just that support when it comes to facing new things in business. Welcome to the Connect Her podcast for female entrepreneurs that are ready to level up personally and professionally. Here at Connector, we believe you are always one connection away from your next life-changing opportunity. So buckle on up and join us as we connect you with the most sought-after experts who will be sharing their exact strategies and experiences that helped them reach success. We're your hosts, Sam Conaway and Rachel Haig. We are the brains behind Connector, which is not your typical boring pitch fest networking community. And we have transformed the lives of over 10,000 women through events, mentorship, and of course, connections. Let's dive in. Can I get a boo? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Connectors. How are y'all doing? I cannot believe it is almost 2024. Time flies by. This time last year was actually when Sam and I had just the seed of an idea of starting the Connector podcast. We had no idea if we were actually going to do it. We just started creating a list of experts that we wanted to interview, topics and teachings that we wanted to bring to you guys And I am so happy that we did because we have rolled out so many incredible episodes for 2023. And right now we are building out the roster for 2024. And we have some incredible, like incredible experts that we are going to be interviewing. Incredible people with powerful stories that have really just transformed the lives of other people and brought their ideas to life in the most beautiful ways. So we are really excited to bring to you the 2024 guest list of experts that we will be interviewing, topics that we will be bringing to you. So let me tell you, I want you to buckle on up, mark it on your calendars every single Tuesday, a new episode coming out because 2024 for the Connector podcast is going to be incredible. But on the note of today, I wanted to bring you guys a short and actionable episode all about how to speed up and accelerate your success journey. This time of year, it can be very overwhelming planning for your next year, planning for your next steps, the next season. And oftentimes what we hear the most, and honestly, what I've resonated with the most as an entrepreneur myself is the strategies are there, right? We have access to all the strategies we need. If we want to build anything, if we want to learn how to bake the best banana bread, there is a course out there for it. There is a strategy and a teaching for everything nowadays, whether that is lead generation and marketing or sales or being a speaker. All of that is out there and provided for us on the internet in 20 different ways and 20 different aspects. But the number one question that I always had and the number one question we hear a lot of women in our community talk about is how do I speed up my success? How do I do all of these things and put these strategies to work faster? I want to get there faster. And I think there's a lot of beauty in the journey. There's a lot of beauty in, you know, taking every day as a learning lesson and growing 1% better every single day. But I also think there's a lot, a lot of beauty when you are able to truly speed up what you are working towards. And you are able to maximize the ROI and the ROE, the return on your energy for everything that it is that you do. And so today I wanted to bring to you guys five ways 
that I've learned to speed up my success and really just take you on this journey with me of how I've implemented these things into my business journey, into my life to be able to move quicker, scale faster. So grab your notebooks. Let's dive in. The first one I have for you, number one, is going to hit you in the heart. It's because this time of year, the beginning of the year, the end of the year, is when everybody is talking about setting goals. And I believe there's so much beauty in setting clear and measurable goals. As entrepreneurs, it's crucial to really know where you're headed and define your short-term, your long-term goals. What are those milestones being very specific and measurable to make these milestones achievable? That clarity will really be your North Star when it comes to guiding you towards success. However, although that is so incredibly important, and I 100% recommend this time of year setting those goals for yourself, I've learned that you will stay the same if you don't understand your values that you are working towards within those goals. Along my journey, I've learned that my mind will be the number one thing that skyrockets me forward or holds me back. The reason why we set New Year's resolutions and then we wake up one day and we're like, oh my gosh, I still haven't done those, which I have been there a thousand times. Some of you guys have probably followed me on Instagram for a little bit and you've seen my posts about it took me four years to get my passport. And it was on my New Year's resolution goals for four years. And I said it every single year that I was going to do it. And I never took the steps to go get my passport, which was super simple to get because I had certain beliefs in my brain that were holding me back. And that's a very simple example, but that's the same thing happening when we set health and fitness goals or when we set business goals or even metric goals, revenue goals, and we don't hit those goals. The reason why our brain allows those beliefs or allows those things to hold us back is because it's trying to protect us from uncertainty. And if we have never been where we, we want to go, which none of us have been where our goals are, or we, they wouldn't be our future goals, right? If we have never been there, it's uncertain for our brain. How I have overcome this is two things. Number one is visualization. Focusing on how life feels versus how I want it to look. When I set a goal, it is not just, I want to pack a stadium. It is, how am I going to feel when I pack a stadium of female entrepreneurs one day, how do I want every single woman in the room to feel? How am I going to feel stepping out on that stage? How am I going to feel when the event is over? What is it that I want to feel when I take home from this? What is the feeling I'm going to get when I'm having a one-on-one conversation with someone in the audience? When I take a step back from what the tangible goal is, and I focus on how it feels to have that goal, and I do that over and over and over again through visualization or through a vision board or a mind movie. If you've heard our mind movie strategies that we've used um, and we've shared another podcast, when I take that moment to focus on how it feels, I'm then able to show my brain that it's safe. It's no longer uncertainty for my brain. It's no longer a place I've never experienced before because my brain has felt what it will feel like to be there. The second piece of this is understanding what are your values to the core. This is not the tangible goal of I want more leads in my business or I want to hit X amount of revenue or I want to launch X program, right? This is why am I doing all of these things? 
When we really think to the core of why we started entrepreneurship in the first place as female entrepreneurs, a lot of the time it's for freedom of time to spend with our families, for ourselves, freedom of finances, security, generosity to pour into others, presence. And so for me, my core values, deeper than the tangible, actionable items, is freedom, security, generosity, and presence. And I've found this because every goal I've ever set for myself, if I really think deep down why I want it and what is the feeling of why I want it, it comes down to I either want freedom, I want security in, you know, finances, I want to be generous and poor and provide value for others, and I want to be present and really be able to connect and enjoy what it is that I do. That's why live events is something I love so much, right? And so if you take a moment to take a step back from the actionable things that you want to accomplish this year and ask yourself, what are my values? What is it that I really desire in life? Pinpoint those things. Then take those values and show your brain through visualization, through journaling, that your values will be met in this future life that you want to create. I'll give you an example. Maybe you are somebody that has had a ton of credit card debt at one point in time. Maybe you're there right now. Starting your business, you can have you know a ton of expenses, especially if you are somebody that started your business without any outside support or without any angel investors, right? It takes revenue to build a business oftentimes. Your brain learned that you were still okay while you had that credit card debt. It might have sucked. It might not be ideal. It might have felt heavy. But your brain knows that you were okay. You survived. And so when you're focused on money now activities and you're focused on building revenue in your business, and all of a sudden you realize, why is my brain self-sabotaging? Why am I not wanting to show up to all of these sales calls? Why am I not wanting to sell? Why do I feel salesy? Why do I feel bad talking about my offer online? It's because your brain's familiarity is that you're still going to be safe even if you don't make that sale. Where on the flip side, if you train your brain to see that you are going to have your value of freedom and security when you make this sale, and you're also going to have your value of generosity because you're going to provide value for the person that you are serving, your brain is then going to say, oh, it is safe for me to have this future life. It is safe for me to accomplish this goal. And your brain is going to create new beliefs around that goal system that you are trying to follow. So every goal that I set, I root it with my values, painting the picture for myself of how I'm going to reach a deeper level of my values behind every goal that I set. And that has been a huge catalyst to changing the trajectory of how quickly I accomplish my goals and how quickly I am able to move through milestones I set for myself. Number two is building a strong support network. Now, Sam did an entire episode on the value of networking and how to efficiently network. So I would highly recommend listening to our previous episode on that after this. But networking has really changed the trajectory of my life surrounding myself with like-minded people that support my goals, that also have deep-rooted values, has been huge. And you don't need a huge network of close people, right? You don't need to have millions of friends or go to every single networking event. But I definitely recommend immersing yourself into entrepreneurial communities, attending some networking events, seeking mentorship, and finding the right mentor for you 
because I will say I have learned that your network is your net worth. The people that you know, the people that you support, the people that you collaborate with, the connections that you have are going to be the catalyst to growth and how quickly you have word of mouth marketing and just that support when it comes to facing new things in business. I'll give you a little bit of a story on why I believe networking is so important because I like to say I'm an introverted extrovert and I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but I'm extroverted. Like if you met me at an event, you guys have probably seen me up on stage, twerking it out, screaming, I feel good, I feel great, today's a great day, being obnoxious and talking to everybody. I'm an extrovert when I show up to the event. But before an event, y'all, I used to sit in my car and have to do my own hype session, talking to myself in the mirror, convincing myself to get out of the car and go inside because I had so much anxiety and fear around having those conversations and being that outgoing version of myself. It came down to a lot of beliefs of fear of rejection and fear of judgment and stuff like that. And on the flip side, after events, after I was the extroverted self, I would have to retreat and recharge for like five days. And then I just need to lock myself in the room and not talk to anybody because my social battery is just completely drained. And so I feel like I can relate a little bit to the introvert side as well as the extrovert side. Introverted extroverts, if you are in the room, if you are listening to this podcast, send me a DM because I feel you, I get you, I understand you. But I used to have a really skewed perspective when it came to networking events. I had two thoughts. One, I had this thought of, I don't want to go inside. Is this even going to be worth it for me? Am I going to make a relationship that is deep and valuable and vulnerable and a connection that really helps me and helps them? Or is this going to be a lot of surface level conversations that are just a waste of my time? And then the other thing that I thought of was I had a little bit of an ego. I had an ego of, do I want to show these people what I'm actually dealing with? Do I want to be real? Do I want to be raw and vulnerable? Or do I want to be up on my high horse and just tell people the great things that I've accomplished and not get deep with anybody that I just met? So a long time ago, when Sam and I first moved to Austin, we had started Connector, which was Empower, or Austin Boss Babes at the time, I think. We had just started our company. We had ran multiple different events, and we were invited to a networking event. And I did not want to go. I'll be honest with you. I did not want to go. But as somebody that runs networking events, I was like, I got to show up. I got to go. So I had my hype session in the car, convinced myself to get out of the car and go inside. And Sam and I went in there and we had a handful of conversations. And I felt like none of them were really valuable. None of them were really going anywhere. So Sam and I went in the bathroom of this event and we were hiding in the bathroom. I don't know about you guys, but If you ever hide by the food table or hide by the bathroom, I feel you, I understand you. But we were hiding in the bathroom and I was like, we should just go. None of these conversations have been valuable. I feel like we're not really getting anywhere. And Sam goes, okay, well, what can we do better? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, we're telling everybody that we're successful. And if we host events, we've got to be these successful leaders, right? We can't go in there just telling everybody all of our problems. And she's like, yes, but you know what? Let's just let the guard down tonight. Let's just go out there and try to have a conversation and be real. Be real with where we need help. And for a little bit of a backstory for you guys, at this point in time, Sam and I honestly probably hadn't slept for like three days prior to this networking event we were attending. We did not have a team at the time and we were doing everything on our own. So we were spending 
hours and hours and hours sending out DMs and marketing posts and posting on our page and the business page and doing all the DMs and the follow-ups. And we were we didn't have an event planner at the time, an event coordinator. So we were doing all of the coordinations with the venues and the vendors and our partners and our attendees. We didn't have a ticketing company at the time. So we were doing all of the tickets and the emails. We would physically send somebody an email when they RSVP'd with their ticket individually. We did not have a podcast at the time. We did not have a media company at the time or even the budget to bring in a photographer for our events. So Sam and I would bring our personal camera to our events and I would take turns taking her picture. She would take turns taking my picture. So we both got to be in the pictures. And so we had a couple event photos that were not very good quality because neither of us are photographers. We were working overtime. We were grinding it out. And so although our company was scaling very quickly, the community was growing, we did not have any freedom of time. We were exhausted. We were facing almost burnout. Another thing was inside our membership that we had launched, we had launched the inner circle and we had hundreds of ladies in the community, but we had no platform or no systems in place to connect those ladies. So when somebody joined the inner circle, Sam and I would physically introduce them via messages to every other woman in the community. So we would physically sit there and say, hey, so-and-so, meet so-and-so. This is what so-and-so does, and this is what the other person does. And we would spend hours just connecting the women within our community because we wanted to provide that value. So we were overworking ourselves. But at this networking event, we were on our high horse saying, yes, we have this incredible membership. We have this incredible networking events. Everything is perfect. We are scaling. We're constantly growing, which were all true things, but we never mentioned any of the challenges that we were facing. We never told anybody that we were tired. So we're in this bathroom at this networking event, and I'm like, okay, one more conversation, Sam. We'll have one conversation. We'll be real. We'll be raw. We'll be vulnerable. And then let's get out of here. So we go out there. And we walk up to this gentleman and we're talking to him. Again, other people's networking events. We were one of the only girls in the room. We walk up to this gentleman and we're talking to him. And he's like, so how's your business going? And we just laid it all out on the table. We were like, it's great, but this is what we're struggling with. We're struggling with this. We're struggling with this. We're struggling with this. We're struggling with this. And he goes, well, I can actually help you. So I own a media company. Let's do this. I'm going to come in and I'm going to film your next event. So you guys can focus on your community. You can focus on the women there. I'll bring somebody in and film it so you could have marketing for your company. I also have a podcast. I love to interview you girls on it. And frankly enough, I have my own networking company and we have a lot of systems we've built on how to connect our members. I'd love to show you the behind the scenes on it. And that one conversation of Sam and I ego checking ourselves and being open to connecting real raw and vulnerably and going out there and networking changed the trajectory of our business. We still speak to that gentleman to this day. His media team came in and filmed one of our first events we ever put our own money into. And we used that marketing to then do event after event after event. We're interviewed on his podcast, which sparked the idea of us starting this Connector podcast one day. And he showed us so many different systems on the back end that helped us maximize and provide the best experience for our community, all from one 10-minute conversation. And we were able to help him in many different areas as well. And it all started with us showing up and building a strong network, being ourselves, and being real raw and vulnerable. So in order to speed up your success, I highly recommend 
hop in to a networking event, be real, be yourself, intentionally connect, get in and get out if you're an introverted extrovert, but tune into your network because your net worth is truly your network. And that has changed the trajectory of speeding up our success. Number three, for skyrocketing your success, speeding it up, scaling faster, is mastering your time management. And you've probably heard this before. It's on everywhere on social media, right? Successful business owners, they get up at 5 a.m. and they do a cold shower and they go on a run and they go to the gym and they do this and they read and they do that. That is all true. And all of those habits have, have helped me a ton. But mastering my time management with this one tip has helped really, really speed up my success. And that is what we call power hours. Time is your most precious resource, and it goes by no matter what you are doing. And as an entrepreneur, it can be really easy to get caught up putting out fires in your business, especially if you're somebody that has a team and has multiple different clients or maybe multiple different offers. You're constantly trying to fix and solve a problem or launch something new or create content. And all of those things are really beautiful. But at the same time, if you are not creating revenue, generating revenue for your business consistently, you are going to hit a point of burnout. Because when your business is generating revenue, when your business has the influx of cash to be able to then invest in yourself or invest in employees, that's when you're really able to free up your time as a business owner to focus on opportunity while your clients are still being nourished and taken care of. And so one thing that truly changed the trajectory of my ability to grow is focusing on a intentional power hour. This is one hour where I am not focused on anything else in my business. I put my phone on do not disturb and I only focus on money now tasks. Tasks that are going to generate revenue in my business today. This is when I really had to put setting boundaries to work, making sure that I am not allowing anything else to take away my energy from generating revenue for at least that one hour. Because again, when your business is making money, you are going to be able to scale a lot faster. You are going to be able to invest in employees that are going to be experts at what they do and help you in specific areas. You're going to be able to invest in systems. You're going to be able to pour into your clients and give them gifts and host crazy events for them. But you need to be generating revenue to take care of yourself and to take care of your team and take care of the things that you do. And so if you can really focus in on your time management of doing one power hour a day of non-negotiable money now tasks, you're going to be able to scale a lot faster. Number four, you've probably heard us say it before, keep your learnings above your earnings. I think there's so much value in staying knowledgeable in this ever-evolving business world, right? There's so much value in investing in your knowledge, whether that is through mentorship or reading books, taking courses, attending workshops, listening to podcasts. However, there is a such thing as overlearning. And analysis paralysis is a real thing. We talked about this at the beginning of the podcast, but the world is so saturated with strategies. And so what I highly recommend is finding a balance. When you are able to learn something and then take action on it, that is when the real growth happens. You can learn all day, but if you don't take action on what you are learning, you're going to be in the same place. Slow your pace of learning a little bit and make sure that you're taking action on at least one thing every single day that is new. 
It can even correlate into listening to this podcast today. I'm giving you five action steps. Instead of after this podcast, going and hopping into the next podcast and listening to the next strategy, take a moment to pause and say, okay, which one of these five things am I going to implement today that's going to change my life? Just one. And how can I take action on that and then be consistent with it? How can I be resilient and make sure that I never go back to my old ways after I take action on this one thing? And by doing that over and over and over again, day after day, month after month, that's when you're going to take a moment and look back and say, oh my gosh, I've really come really far and I've really scaled really fast because something new was altering every new thing I learned. Something new changed in my life with everything I learned versus just over cluttering your brain with a ton of learnings and not seeing any real results from it. So take action on what you are learning. Take action on something new every single day And that is really going to be the fuel for your innovation, for your growth, and for your scalability over a long period of time. The last one that I have for you today is probably the one that was the hardest for me to understand. It was the hardest for me to believe in. And that is, in order to speed up, you need to slow down. True success, in my opinion, is not the finances. It's not having raving fans. It's not having a ton of clients or a successful business or a fancy flashy car or all the materialistic things that come with having a business. Although that's beautiful, true success, in my opinion, is a calm nervous system. As a business owner, it can be really hard to calm your nervous system when you have so many different things going on. Yet that is what really, really changed how I show up for my audience, how I show up for my community, and how I show up for my business is being able to calm my nervous system and be present in everything that I do. And so when you're present in what you're doing, when you're calm and your nervous system is calm, you're then going to be able to make better decisions, to be more efficient in what it is that you're doing scale faster, move faster, make faster decisions because your brain is going to be able to have the rest that it truly deserves. I used to be the type of person that I would get into seasons where I overworked myself. Seasons, almost like what we talked about at the beginning of this episode where Sam and I were doing everything and we hadn't slept for three days. Seasons of running full force at success, grinding 14, 20-hour days, neglecting my family, neglecting myself, And I would get into these modes of burnout that if I tried to rest, it wasn't even peaceful rest. I was almost like an addict. I would work so much that when it was time to go to bed, I wouldn't be able to sleep and I would be tapping my foot and I would be pacing back and forth and I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I wasn't playing music or a podcast or a movie in the background to sit still in my thoughts to cover up all of these thoughts that were raging in my brain because my brain did not know how to pause. My brain did not know how to calm down. And one of the most pivotal realizations to my success was actually when I found that I can make more money when I allow myself to rest. I can make more impact when I allow myself to impact myself first and fill up my cup first or pour into my family first. And so when you allow rest to be a regular and familiar component to your lifestyle, And you train your brain, like we talked about training your mind, training your body for that to be comfortable, 
comfortable just being where you don't have to paste, you don't have to play music, you don't have to pay a podcast. You can sit in silence, you can rest in peace, you can sleep with having peaceful dreams, not dreams that you are going through a sales call or hosting an event, guys. <laughs> I've been there. When you can truly be comfortable in being and truly be comfortable in resting, you are going to be so much freaking efficient when you dive into your work. You are going to be able to bust out things left and right. You are going to be on it with time management. You are going to be present in conversations. You are going to be the most positive, outgoing energy when you show up to networking events because you gave yourself the rest that you deserve. So as I sum up this episode, the five things that I recommend that you dive into, the five things that have changed my life when it comes to not just accomplishing my goals, but scaling faster, moving quicker, passing up the masses when it comes to accomplishing goals. And that's what I know every single one of you are capable of doing because you are action takers. The five things is knowing your values behind your goals when you set those clear goals, building a strong network and networking with intention, mastering your time management and focusing on power hours, money now opportunities, keeping your learnings above your earnings, but most importantly, taking action. And lastly, in order to speed up, allowing yourself to slow down. True success is having a calm nervous system. You guys love our PDFs. We have had so many downloads the past couple episodes. So I threw together five journal prompts that you can ask yourself to speed up your success. Use these journal prompts when you are resting because we are going to be resting, ladies, now. We are going to make sure we are focusing on filling up our cup so that we can speed forward. Go ahead and download that PDF of those five journal prompts. I want to hear from you on what comes up for you as you ask yourself these questions. And if you found this episode helpful, please, please, please share it with your fellow female entrepreneurs that are also running headstrong because we want more women just like you running headfirst at your goals, but doing it with ease. We love you all. We can't wait to see you in the next episode. And we already know 2024 is going to be huge for all of us. We have some great things in store for you, and we want to see you succeed in 2024. We love y'all and we will see you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Connect Her podcast. We are your hosts, Sam and Rach. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to show your support, make sure to connect your friends with your favorite episode, leave a review and download that favorite episode for later. And remember, you're always one connection away. We'll catch you in the next episode.